Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Tribune Audio Network. Movers and shakers leading businesses, nonprofits, governments, and schools across the Quad City area, Illinois, and Iowa. How did they get started? What is their story? Their goals? Their advice for the next generation of the girl power movement? And now, here's your host for Wonder Women, News 8's Angie Sharp. Powerful women, powerful positions. Welcome to the Wonder Woman podcast, a show dedicated to showing off the girl bosses in our communities. My guest is Katie Thompson, the owner of The Market, located in downtown Moline. Welcome, Katie. Hi, thanks for having me. First and foremost, what is The Market concept? It is the idea of taking a weekend market that we all know and love and appreciate during good weather <laughs> and bringing it inside year-round so that we can shop our favorite makers, curators, bakers, and have that at our disposal anytime. So gift-giving shopping for ourselves, which happens often in the market, but also helping small business owners have a platform and a space that they can put their product out on a regular basis for people to shop. And all of these are really like locally owned businesses, right? The majority are. We mm -hmm. have 38 vendors right now, the majority being from the Quad City area. A couple stretch out into the Des Moines area, Rockford area, but I really try to make sure that it's based here locally. Mm -hmm. But certainly, like you said, it's a platform for these businesses that maybe can't afford their own storefront and also really love being in collaboration with other small local businesses, right? That's just it. So if you think about, let's pick out a few of the mm -hmm. vendors. So you pick out a baker. To open a storefront and have a bakery is a lot to take on. Just like you mentioned, the overhead, the staffing cost. But if they already have a commercial kitchen they're baking out of, and then they can put their product into a store where you and I go in and we're shopping for our clothes and we want to grab a snack, it's just a benefit to them that they can reach out to a broader audience that might not specifically be coming in just for their product. Mm -hmm. So what is your role as kind of the curator and the founder of the market? To talk a lot. <laughs> to talk That's a what lot I do. Perfect. I talk we a lot. We love talkers here. <laughs> so I mainly focus on relationship building. I go out, I seek out vendors, I look for what holes we have in the market. So as a consumer, when you come in to shop, there's plenty of things for you to look at. And your girlfriend or husband who comes with you, they have something to look at too. So we're meeting a variety of interests. So I have those conversations a lot with potential vendors and talking to the community at large. That's probably the biggest part, telling people what the market is, why they need to come in, why they need to slow down and relax with us. The market is located in this huge, beautiful old Scottish temple, right? A Scottish Rite temple. Yes. In downtown Moline. Um, tell us about the, the intersections. It's at the corner of 18th... 18th Street and 7th Avenue. 7th Avenue. So right off of the interstate, I-74 in Moline. 
and it's this beautiful, huge building, and now it's kind of being renovated. It's kind of getting another life, right? It is. So the owners of the building, Adam Bain and Blake Humphrey, had this vision for the building, and they actually saved it. It was going to be turned into temperature-controlled storage units. Really? It's this beautiful historic building. That's not a good purpose no. for it. And so they more or less swooped in to help save the building, and now the theater is in full operation. They have 24 over, actually 24 shows a year, full wedding banquet hall. The building itself is so multi-purpose. We're all bringing people in for different purposes, and people really love to see it for the historic value, too. Yeah, absolutely. So the Spotlight Theater is in there. The market's in there. What are some of the other ones? There is Purpose, which is on third floor, and it's a coaching business that primarily focuses on youth. Uh, Lily and Pine has their production studio, so it smells fantastic in there because the soaps are being made. And then our commercial kitchen, we have several people baking and making out of the commercial kitchen. Wow, so there's so many things going on every yeah. single day at the market. Yeah, definitely. How did this idea start? So there were empty spots in the Spotlight Theater. How did you find that location and how did you come up with this idea to start this indoor marketplace? That's a story. Uh, so, <laughs> we're here for it. All right. We were on, my husband and I were on vacation with two of our friends, and we were in Waco, Texas, the Joanna and Chip Gaines oh, mecca yes, of the world. Sure. And I thought I was going to have this awe-inspiring moment from all of Waco. And really, we were kind of tired on the trip, but I had told my friends and my husband, 2019 is my turn. It's going to be my year. My husband had had a great 2018. I felt like it was my time to rise. I had no clue what that meant. I just said it out loud. It was like commitment. You yeah, have to true. make you it work. Say it out loud. Yeah. I love that. But then my girlfriend and I ended up taking an afternoon and just touring downtown Waco and we found this shopping center more or less while searching for boutique stores. And it was a similar version to what the market is. It wasn't so much handmade, handcrafted goods, but it was the concept of bringing many small business owners into one place. And we were there for hours mm -hmm. shopping. And so when we left, it still didn't trigger, that's what I'm going to do. But when we got home, I thought, man, that place was really cool. And what a neat concept. And I loved the old wood creaky floors of it. <laughs> and so we had a good time. And then I went about the rest of 2018 trying to figure out what 2019 was going mm -hmm. to be. Adam and I have been friends for a while, the landlord at the building, and I asked him one day, I said, what's new? You ha guys have any new rental properties? Are you renovating anything? And he said, we bought a castle. <laughs> bought a what? Castle. <laughs> In Moline. In <laughs> and so he started telling me about the spotlight, and he invited me to a holiday party that they were having, and we walked the space, and more or less, my husband and I said, oh, we can do something with this. There's something cool to be made here. The Quad Cities should experience this. And quite honestly, I was trying to sneak my way into an interior design job there. Sure. And it turned into the market. Wow. And I usually, not usually, I mm -hmm. always am the person that when the idea starts to flutter in my brain, then I hit the ground running. Mm -hmm. And so that was in December that I looked at the building. January, we signed the lease and we opened the shop in April wow. of 2019. Amazing. We made it my year. <laughs> yeah, you did, definitely. And it went, there's a lot of work that went into it, though. It's not just calling a bunch of vendors saying, like, hey, meet here on the weekends, and we're going to do this thing. There was right. a lot of work that you had to put into it, right? Oh, there was so much. You're talking about an old building that hadn't been fully utilized for many years. So 
painting, the flooring needed a lot of attention. And then to make it into an actual functioning shopping area, we had to build walls too mm -hmm. and create that flow. And like I had mentioned before, talking is a big part of it. There was a lot of sit-down conversations. You're asking a lot of small business owners to trust you, and they have no idea who you are. True, yeah. And you're saying, come follow along with my dream and let it be your dream too. Mm -hmm. And I really give a lot of credit to those small business owners that they were humble and so grateful for an opportunity to do this with someone that they didn't know that they feel like family now. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. And you kind of are like their leader, like their, your, their voice, you know, you're on the social media promoting their goods and right. what they have and things like that. And they kind of, they do have, they have to put a lot of trust in you to right. kind of share their message with everyone. Yeah. You kind of, you more or less become a mother goose. <laughs> you have to protect all of these businesses. And I do, that's how I feel about each of them now yeah. that they're part of my family and they're the market family. And so I'm here to tell you all about them, what they do, how they do it, and all their time and talent that they put into their businesses mm -hmm. to make our business successful. Exactly, exactly. Because it is a business by the end of the day. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. You said Mother Goose, and it made me think that you are also a mother during all of this. So I am. The year of 2019 is, you know, not just the year for you, but a year for your family, too. So talk a little bit about your kids and all that kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah, I think everyone in our household is exhausted. <laughs> yeah, <I bet. laughs> And they, I think at times they probably wonder, oh my goodness, what comes next? Mm -hmm. um, but they're all brave. All of our kids are so brave. So we actually have a wide range in our children. We have a 20-year-old daughter and then three sons that are in their teenage years and a two-year-old daughter. <laughs> so we You're get a busy. little bit of everything. Yeah, yeah. You are a busy mama and business owner. How do you balance it all? Talking. Talking. Again, I guess talking. that's like the whole. Yeah, the theme. Yeah, our theme. I love yeah. this theme for this yeah, podcast right? is talking. Right. <laughs> it does. It takes a lot of communication though. And one thing that I've been honing in on lately is that what does tired and busy really look like? Oh. And for me, if there's adventure in being busy, then that's the stance I want to take. So as long as I'm talking with my husband, talking with my parents who are caretakers for ki our kids, and making sure that people know where I'm at mentally and emotionally, that's what gives balance. Right, right. But there probably are those really tired moments too. Are oh, you definitely. able to, because I know passion and purpose is so important to you, mm -hmm. are you able to take those times where you know there are a difference between busy and tired and you're like, I have to take a little bit of a break? Yeah. Is that hard to do? Yeah. Taking breaks is absolutely hard. Yeah. It's a weird schedule. Mm -hmm. And I think many people suffer from this, that when you don't work a traditional 8 to 5 Monday through Friday. Preach, girl. Yeah. <laughs> it's very hard for people to understand Tuesday is my day off. Right. That's not a typical day off. And so training myself has been huge to say, okay, on Tuesdays, I don't work, for instance. Or just stepping back if it becomes a busy and a tired feeling that is not that purpose and that fuel. Mm. Deciding to cut it. Yeah. And that's hard to do. Right, right. If you're not getting any energy, I guess. Right. That's when you know, I got to take a break. I'm just yeah. too tired from yep. all this. If it's busy work and it's not fueling the fire, there's no point in doing it. Yeah, well said, well said. So I want to ask about kind of your your start before you started the market. So uh, you, you mentioned interior design, and mm -hmm. what is your, your business through? Through her eyes. Through her eyes, yes. 
And so when did you start that? And then I know that you've done a lot with the nonprofit sector as well. Right. So I started Through Her Eyes in December of 2017. Okay. Uh, so again, one of those very quick moving things. Mm -hmm. I worked in the nonprofit industry for almost 10 years. I've always focused on child-based programs, uh, helping the underprivileged and kids that just need a step up and a boost up and looking at their families and saying, what can we do to help as a community? And that is something that was very hard for me to transition out of. And I think as a woman in particular, we go through these ages and stages of life that circling back, we're trying to find the fuel for our fire. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we get stuck in a grind. So for me, working in the nonprofit industry did fuel a fire, but it took away from that urge to help. It was the daily. Right. It was the job. It was the job. Yeah. Right. And so you start answering to calls instead of giving the best of yourself. Sure. So I ended up having a point where I had to transition out of the nonprofit industry um, for sad reasons, but it needed to happen. And my husband said, why don't you step back for a while and you find something that every day when you wake up, that's what you want to do. And we know there's always days that we don't want to do of something. Of course, yeah, yeah. There are those days <laughs> I don't want to wake up at two in the morning. People. Right? Yeah, I get Absolutely. it. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> but he said, just take time and think. Let's not rush into something. And I give him a lot of credit for giving me that leniency instead of saying, well, you got to go find a job. Right. And so I again, in Katie fashion, took like a whopping two months to think about it mm -hmm. instead of the timeline I think my husband was referring to. <laughs> and I said, you know, I have this knack where I really enjoy decorating. I like to redesign. I like hearing what your interests are and how we can incorporate it into home. Mm -hmm. And home for me is probably one of the bigger platforms you'll hear me discuss, sure. that it should be your happiest of happy places. That's kind of the, the running theme between all of your passions, I feel like, is home. It is, yeah. absolutely. And so I started Through Her Eyes, and quite honestly, I have loved every single project I have done, but something was missing. Mm -hmm. And... I really still to this day don't know what that thumb marker is of what that thing is that was missing. Um, it likely was just more interaction with people. Sure. When you're in a house designing and decorating, there's not a and lot of people lonely. to talk to. Yeah. Right. <laughs> their answer and their response to your project is always fantastic, mm -hmm. the homeowner. Um, but that's very short-lived and, and brief. Right, and then you don't get to see what the other people think that come visit later no, on. Yeah, no, you, you, no, no. You never think of that. Like, oh, I should share this with Katie. <laughs> right, right. So the market was born, and now I'm finding that through the market, I have this huge platform to work. It's not just about the small business owners. It's not just about the product, but now there's this huge opportunity to take my past of nonprofit work and tie that into my work now in a way that really keeps fueling me and it fuels the community at the same time. Yeah, I feel like with your nonprofit work, your interior design work, and even the market, a lot of the focus goes outward, right? Right. To other people. Mm -hmm. And I wonder, have you started to feel it inward that it's starting to fill fully that passion of yours? So I stopped probably three days ago <laughs> <laughs> and thought about it. Yes, because really? I okay. think for, you know, since January of lease signing time, I've been tired, like what oh, we've sure, been discussing. Yeah. And it's just been move, 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 mm -hmm. go, 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 what comes next? And just in the past few days, I've been able to really stop and meditate and think about 
I am doing the things that I love to do. And I am able to place that energy where I want it, opposed to someone giving me task lists and just moving through daily life. Mm-hmm. Moving through the motions. Right. Is that it's just like the best feeling in the world? It is. Yeah. It is. Realizing that, that you're yeah. like, I'm, I'm here. I'm here now. I'm here for it. Right. Yeah. There's there's the purpose. Yeah, there's the purpose. That's awesome. Um, how did or does being a woman factor in your story? I know you said you've got a lot of support from your husband, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. But how did being a woman factor into your success story? I think that um, this might sound blunt and bold, but I was born a boss. Nice. And I love that. Born a boss. <laughs> born yes. a boss. I was born a boss. And being a woman and a boss has its challenges. Oh, so I've seen this over the past year and a half anyway. When you're working with a male-dominated industry like remodeling and construction, there is a bias that goes into it that the woman doesn't know as much as the man. And quite frankly, at times, that's very true. Sure. I don't know. It's not my true industry. I, I don't trade. Do. Yeah. Right. But in opening the market, I think being a woman had a platform of women tend to have softer hearts. Mm-hmm. We do. Yeah. Just, just by nature, we do. And so to take 38 small business owners and listen to their stories, listen to their whys, and actually pull that in through my head and down into my heart and let it become our whole platform, it needed to be a woman to do that. It can't just stop at the head. It has to go into the heart. Right. I love I that ha- analogy. I have to be able to communicate their stories. Mm-hmm. And I feel like women do that best. Yeah. It's just... We're pretty good storytellers. We're great storytellers. <laughs> and two, I think being a woman has given me an opportunity of challenge, and I like challenge. Mm-hmm. If it's sitting out in front of me and I have something to chase after, opening a business that's not normal mm-hmm. to our area and doing it quickly provides this opportunity to chase challenge. Yeah. Not the easy way, the, the challenging way. Right, yeah, the right. the challenging route. I needed to figure out how am I going to work these crazy hours, build out this space, have all these conversations with a two-year-old and a husband who works on the road. Right. Wow. And as a woman, basically, hear me roar. Mm-hmm. Let me do it. Yeah, you were born a boss. I was born a boss. Are, right? <laughs> oh, that is so, so cool, Katie. Um, what is a Wonder Woman then to you? Is a Wonder Woman someone who is born a boss? No. No? No. I don't think you have to be born a boss. Okay. I think this ties back to living adventurously. And that to me, if a Wonder Woman, not if, a Wonder Woman is the person that says, I'm going to let adventure fuel my fire. Mm. And if that's climbing a mountain, let that be adventure. If it's opening a business, let that be an adventure. If it's being the best darn stay-at-home mom that you could possibly be, let that be adventure. Mm -hmm. But so long as it's fueling every single day and that in your tired moments, you can look and say, I'm tired because I'm living adventurously. That's a Wonder Woman. I love that. I love that. It could be anybody, anybody that you think of. Is there anybody that you think of, like, that you're inspired by or that kind of helped you figure out that, that secret to being a Wonder Woman? I think I have been blessed to be around so many women that have gone down many different avenues of life and are willing to say their story, even if it's in a very soft-spoken way of showing their story. Mm. And 
I've been open to their stories and letting their stories shape me. So I don't think that there's one woman. My mom is my best friend. Of course. But she's thanks. also my biggest cheerleader. Like, <laughs> right. you, you go do your fan. thing, girl. Yeah, yeah. You I know? will support you no matter what you do in yeah, your life. Yes. Yeah. And so there's women, if you look hard enough, they're shaping you if you let them. And I learned, too, in the last two years that you have to be brave enough and bold enough to ask people to be your friend, mm -hmm. to put them in your car if they have skill sets that you don't have, if they have bravery that you don't have, and being around people that can help form and mold and stay true to who they are so that you can stay true to who you are. Yeah, that's well said. And I think that, like like you said, watching and observing women. Mm -hmm. um, it can be just as powerful as hearing them at a podium right. talk about their story, maybe even more powerful. And I think that that idea of the speaker at the podium seems really male-dominated to me for some right. reason. You know, I think that women lead by example, right. Right. not just their voice. Right, which if you stop and look at it, how fantastic is that? Exactly. You can learn literally by watching someone, which a lot of us are that exact type of learner. We need to see it happen in order to be able to do it on our own. Mm -hmm. So if we see the woman at the podium, fantastic. But if we see her living her words, how much better is that? Yep. We walk the walk. Right. Not just talk the talk. I love that. Last, I just want to ask you, Katie, what's your advice for the next generation of the girl power movement? And I'm sure that this is a, another topic that's passionate for you because mm -hmm. of your nonprofit work with girls who might be underserved mm -hmm. or in the low-income communities and things like that. What, what's your advice, especially for them? Pick what your strong is. Okay. And that sounds like a funny sentence um, because it is strangely. Pick but to, what your strong is. Pick what your strong is. And your strong being what is your tool in your tool belt that you're going to go out and you're going to be a rock star at. You're going to be a wonder woman. Mm -hmm. And live it and breathe it and let it be and do not let anyone tell you that that's not what it can be. If you want to move away, move away. If you want to go to the Ivy League school, go to the Ivy League school. Even if you're sitting in a position right now as a child or an adolescent and it's not, quote unquote, in your world. Mm -hmm. Right. If it seems like it's not doable. Make it. Mm. Make it. Pick it. Do it. And so figure out what strong means to you and go live it, breathe it, and do it every single day. And if you get knocked off course, remember that every single person does in life. Mm -hmm. There's not a story out there that is a smooth sailing, straightforward ride. Right, I love that. Well, I once listened to a speaker who said, even Beyonce has bad days. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> even Beyonce, that's like, oh, okay, now I feel yeah, better. Queen B has bad yes, days, we Queen can all B do it. has bad days, we can all do it. Well, I'm certainly so happy and proud of you that you found what your strong is. Thank you. And that you're sharing it with our community in this really unique and beautiful way. Thank you. Thank you for please, having me Please, please, please go check out the market in downtown Moline. Uh, do you want to give your hours? Absolutely. We're closed on Mondays and Tuesdays. Those are our breathing days. <laughs> yeah, those are your, those are your take, a, take a step away days. I love that. We're open Wednesday through Friday from 10 to 6, on Saturday 10 to 5, and Sunday noon to 4. Yep, and certainly we can find you on Facebook and all the yes. great events that you guys having up no matter what time of year that you're listening to this podcast. Absolutely. Right, Katie, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you, Angie. Thank you again to our listeners as well. And thank you for all your emails and your comments and, of course, your reviews on our podcast channels as well. You can find more information about the market and the Wonder Woman podcast really easily by going to WQAD.com. Just click the podcast tab located at the top of our homepage. Ladies out.
One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader.